Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2385. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Salt Lake City, where I've got some family, a beautiful part of the country, with a very special guest by the name of Sam Webster. Sam, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I am. All right, we'll have some fun here. Now, I'm going to introduce you in a minute. We're going to dive into the world that you're creating for yourself in the automotive sector. But first, what's one little thing that people may not know about you, Sam? Yeah, so uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know about me is that I, back in the day, was an aspiring professional skier. So I spent a lot of time up in the mountains here in Salt Lake at Snowbird Ski Resort training to hopefully one day be on an Olympic team. And it didn't work out for me, but it worked out for a bunch of my friends who have made it to multiple Olympic Games. And so kind of the drive of being a professional athlete has morphed over into the automotive world and uh, I'm pushing hard to make things happen in that regard. Well, very cool. Yeah, super competitive, especially when you're in the Olympic levels and professional sports, of course. But boy, you live in the right part of the of the world to do some skiing. I've been fortunate enough to ski Deer Valley and uh, up in some of the canyons there. Some of the wonderful ski resorts and the snow you guys have there compared to what I grew up on up in Mammoth Mountain, which we called Sierra Cement. Uh, yeah, but a great, great ski resort. Mammoth was, was spectacular. And I understand it's gotten even bigger nowadays, but very, very cool. I love it. Well, let me introduce you and we'll dive into the world of automotive. Sam Webster is an automotive enthusiast, a fabricator and podcaster and the founder of Webster Auto Collective. His goal is to build cool cars and share what he learns with other enthusiasts through social media platforms. Sam currently working on the biggest project of his life. He's building a Baja race truck. Very cool. As he ventures into this build with virtually little or no experience, he started with a 2016 Toyota Tacoma that was purchased in a salvage auction. Webster Automotive Collective is an online car club where people can access resources to make their life as an enthusiast easier and more affordable. Sam's goal is to transition to all of this as a full-time career, living a life as a car enthusiast to the fullest. We'll learn a lot more about Sam and what he's doing in a moment, but first a word from our sponsors, so give them a little love. We keep the gas in the tanks here, and we'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 
9324 and protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. How did you discover your path to a fulfilling life? Too many young people flounder in finding an education and a career that fits. But for those who have a passion for cars, trucks, and motorcycles, and who love working with their hands, problem solving, and fixing things, a career as a professional auto technician is incredibly rewarding. Cars yeah is pleased to team up with TechForce Foundation, our charity of choice, in bringing scholarships, technical education, and hands-on experience to young people so they can discover a possible future. Join me and lend your support by visiting techforce.org today. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. So, Sam, we are back. So I'd love for you to... uh, Take us to the point where you decided, well, you probably haven't put your skis up forever. I'm guessing you're still enjoying the snow. But when you decided to take this on, what was the incentive? What's the passion? And what's the approach to what you're trying to do? And then we're going to take a deeper dive into this Tacoma that you're building, Baja. That's part of my heart. I've had a lot of people who race down in Baja. I grew up in Southern California and would go down there and watch the start of the races. Even did a pre-run with a guy once. I could wait to get out of that car. That was the scariest thing I think I've ever done. But let's first start with where did this passion all come from? Yeah, so it really started in high school. I had a friend who was a BMW tech, and he was always tinkering with all the cars that he had, mostly Subarus back then in high school. You know, he was the only one of our friends that had a full-time job. He worked the most of all of us, I should say. And so he had the most amount of money to spend on these projects. And so I kind of followed him around and was involved in straight piping Subarus and ripping out the interiors and doing all sorts of crazy things. But I never really had funds to make that happen. So I was just kind of in the passenger seat, literally and figuratively. And, um, that passion for the cars that he that he sparked in me has followed me throughout my life. And, you know, I love watching people build cars and race them. And, you know, I decided that I would take on a challenge. I was in a good place financially and was able to take on some risk. And I had been watching the people on YouTube rebuilding wrecked supercars, which I found absolutely fascinating. And I couldn't afford a supercar or a wrecked supercar, but I had always wanted to build some sort of off-road vehicle, and the Tacoma seemed like the perfect vehicle to start with. So I took a, di- took a dive, bought it. My world has drastically changed since I bought that vehicle. <laughs> no kidding. Well, this is a fun venture you're, you're diving into, and uh, my hat's off to you for not having, it sounds like, a lot of technical prowess to do this build, but diving into it and giving it a try. I've had several people, and somewhat recently a couple people into trucks as well that are doing, one guy is actually from south of Salt Lake City, uh, who's doing something very, very similar to what you're doing. So 
let's talk about this truck that you found. I think very wise to go out and find a salvage car because typically they're going to be worth a lot less money. You're going to tear it apart and rebuild it anyway. So what does it matter? So what are your plans on building this? And do you want to take it actually down and race it in Baja? Or is that just the title kind of element of the kind of truck you're building for just doing off-road stuff, which of course around Utah, there's a lot of that. Sure. Yeah. It's the title itself is a great way to describe the vehicle, but I would love to go and race down in Baja. Um, this is probably not the vehicle to do it in because the class that I would have to run in, I wouldn't be competitive. It would take a lot for me to build a competitive truck. So that might be truck number two, but this Tacoma, I've done a lot of woodworking and I love building things with my hands. And so I understood the process of creating things and building things and using tools, but this was a new medium. I was stepping out of the, the woodworking space and into more of the fabrication stuff, which I had almost no experience. So I decided to build this truck, get it street legal and roadworthy again, and make it look cool. So put like a, a wide body kit on it, wrap it, make it look really nice. I did that. I accomplished it. That took me about eight months, you know, building it in my driveway, learning the skills as I went and started documenting on Instagram. And people loved the story. They thought it was so cool that someone would buy a wrecked vehicle and rebuild it themselves with little to no knowledge of how to do it. Just like I was watching those guys rebuilding the supercars and realized, you know, maybe I can take this to the next level. I've always loved trophy trucks, Baja racing. I think it's so cool. So the the truck had this, the look, it had the style of one of those Baja trucks, but it had almost none of the capabilities because it still had a stock rear suspension in it. The front suspension was upgraded, um, but could use more work. And so, you know, I, started to learn how to weld, bought a Harbor Freight welder and was teaching myself how to do it, YouTube videos. And I was at a metal store, just picking, buying some scraps to practice with. And I walk outside and there's this guy kind of circling my truck. <laughs> he was checking it out. I could tell, I could tell that he knew what he was looking at. He wasn't just, you know, uh, just a passerby that thought it was something cool. He knew what it was. And I started talking to him. turns out he builds off-road race trucks. Oh my gosh. And super talented fabricator. And he said, you know, this is cool. What are your plans with it? We got to talking. He said, hey, you should come by my shop. Come check out what I'm doing. Um, I'd love for you to, you know, at least see what the possibilities are with this thing and where you can take it. Uh, his name is Donnie Herbert. Donnie Herbert worked for the TV show, The Diesel Brothers. Oh, yeah. I've had them on my show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Donnie was in their shop working with them, with the Sparks, and had been around all sorts of crazy builds. And long story short, I ended up, he invited me to work out of his shop, bring my truck there. He said, you know, you pay a small monthly fee and you can use all of my tools and I'll mentor you through the process of wow. building this thing, which was incredible because there's no, I, I couldn't have got that mentorship online. Um, I just couldn't have. And so being surrounded by all of these amazing vehicles that Donnie had built and seeing what is possible really forced me to push my limits and learn how to fabricate and take some big steps that I didn't think I was going to. So I went from some cosmetic stuff to now it's pretty much going down the road of full race car. It's going to be street legal, but just barely. Wow. Well, what a fortuitous meeting. Uh, pretty cool. And the listeners here on Cars, yeah, know this. Really, all these vehicles and the passion for them is all about getting to meet really interesting people. And car people tend to want to help other car people. They're very giving of their time, like you said, mentorship. So what a wonderful opportunity. And I suspect now this has led to your Webster Auto Collective, your your online car club that you're building for people to follow and do things with. Can you talk a little bit more about 
what the goal is with that? Sure. I just want to help car people. Just like you're saying, it's a very giving community and it's so much fun to meet other car people because you have an instant connection with them and it feels like you've known them for years when you're having your first conversation. And so as I've built my audience online, which is great, I'm over about 50,000 followers between multiple social social media platforms. That's awesome. Yeah. And that was all by accident. I was just posting, my family lives on the East Coast, and so I was posting on Instagram so they could see what I was up to, and people loved it. And so now I've got this a sizable following and built a lot of cool relationships with people that I wouldn't have otherwise. And as I've been talking to them, you know, I've been asking, what are the biggest struggles for you as a car enthusiast? So that I can go and try and solve those problems and build a business out of it. And the biggest one for everyone, it's money. We all of have course. big goals. Yeah, <laughs> We don't have enough time. We don't have enough money. Yeah, And so, you know, I'm coming up with creative ways to help people with that. And so, you know, through this following, it's given me some leverage to reach out to some big companies and build partnerships with them to provide discounted parts. So like Method Race Wheels, they're one of my partners. And everyone that's part of the club can get 20% off of all of their stuff. And when you're buying a set of tires, that's a couple hundred bucks that you'll save right there. And so... My focus has been building these brand partnerships so that members of the Webster Auto Collective can take advantage of them. And so they get discounted parts there. But the other cool thing that this following, growing following has shown me is that there's a lot of power in that. And so I'm putting together right now a how-to guide of how to build an audience, how to get sponsors, how to promote yourself and build a personal brand um, with scripts ways to reach out to people, everything that I've learned over the last three years trying to do this, kind of fumbling my way through it, I'm putting into a a simple guide for people that they can use to go and start and build their own following um, so they can save money on that end. And that's all going to be free. Anybody has access to it. I just want to give it away so that you know, I can I can help as many people as possible. And for the guys that want to take it a little bit more seriously, they're welcome to join the club, which is a few hundred dollars a year. But the savings that you'll receive will completely offset the cost of being a part of the club. And so it's a way for people to get involved in a really cool community of people doing things just like them and save money and maybe even build a little side hustle for their passion around cars. Well, this is so cool. A great idea. And I believe, and I know this because I've talked to a lot of manufacturers in the automotive sector, they're seeing that these are tremendous ways to team up with people like you and get their brand exposed in a very unique and grassroots nature that is far different than the old traditional advertising that they typically do. And for many people, you look at the following you have already, uh, they can reach a lot of people and real people that are doing real work. I just recently had a guest on and maybe you got a chance to listen to the show tim stevenson who lives just south of you uh there in utah he's a physical therapist but he started building he likes to work with cummins uh diesel trucks and started building these trucks and just doing the same thing videotaping and now he's got this following and he connected with a Another past guest, uh, Jordan Smith, who's known as Joker, he's a a pilot in the U.S. Air Force, and he loves trucks. So now they're doing a SEMA build together for upcoming SEMA because somebody uh, T-boned the Joker in his vehicle. I guess he caught a missile up the tailpipe, as they say. Uh, Luckily, they're both okay, but um, they're rebuilding this old vintage truck, but making it Keeping it looking vintage, but putting all new components in it so that it has that more comfortable ride. So this is a really cool thing that you're doing. And uh, my hat's off to you for figuring out ways to be creative and build a life around this passion that you have for 
for cars. Now, you, I always ask about inspirational people. You mentioned earlier uh, the gentleman that saw your truck and has helped you. Has that really been, to this point, your key mentor, if you will, to help you promote and grow in the area of building vehicles? Definitely on the fabrication and design side of things. Uh, I had lim- limited knowledge of how how to properly set up the suspension and think about tuning it and roll cage design, all that. So Donnie Herbert absolutely has been the number one biggest mentor in my life when it comes to the fabrication side of things. Um, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't bump into him in that parking lot. Uh, so I'm very glad that we crossed paths. But I think the the other biggest mentor in my life is probably my dad. He He's also an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and has built a very successful business in the oil and gas space. And I've watched him throughout my entire life go through the process of having an idea and making it happen. You know, his was came from a place of passion and he was able to build a, a really successful big business. And I've always wanted to do something like that for myself um, just because I can see that it's possible. And he has supported me majorly in every step of the process and having someone on your side that says, you know, just keep going, you know, times get hard and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. Having someone that has the the foresight and the, the experience to say, no, you got it. You're going down, going the right way. has been a really big deal for me. You're fortunate. Well, you mentioned the hard times. So let's talk a little bit about this. I love to ask my guests about a big challenge they faced and, and not so much to drum up something bad from the past, but it's really more to share with the listeners out there that, you know, you can overcome these things by looking at them as a learning experience versus just a problem. So can you walk through a challenge that you faced that uh, ended up being a great learning experience? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the biggest challenge is to sit, seeing that wrecked truck on a trailer in the parking lot of a salvage auction and be like, Oh shoot, I have no idea how to fix that, Yeah, but <laughs> I'm going to figure it out. Um, and so that that has been a major a major process. Um, and as I've gone through this, I've I've realized that being a car enthusiast is is uh, about personal development. Uh, it's the passion drives that you you have to learn the skills to build and fabricate and do that stuff. And I was forced, well, not forced, but as I've found success on social media, I put a lot of effort into understanding how that works. And becoming a better content creator and a better speaker and a better storyteller. And now the challenge is, you know, I got to figure out how to be a business owner, an entrepreneur. And so it really, as I if, I, if I zoom out, I see that this is a game of personal development and everything is a challenge. But that's the point, because as your goals as a car enthusiast get higher and higher, you have to become a higher level person to achieve those goals. You know, one day... I, I would love to have a Ferrari F40, but I don't have the skills. (laughs) I don't have the skills, skills to own one yet. So I have a a huge challenge in front of me. I got to, I got to fill that gap and figure out, you know, what does it, who do I need to become to be the type of person that can achieve a goal like that? And it's not so much that it's a, a specific challenge that I can point to, but the entire journey is a challenge and it's, it's not one that, it's, it's not a road that I want to pull off of. I, I really enjoy it. Tremendous. Uh, noble goal. And, you know, back when I was just out of college, I really wanted a Porsche 
Cabriolet. I was living in Southern California working in advertising and I got this big poster and I hang it right above my desk and I called it my motivation image. Uh, every day when I sat down to do my job, I looked at that thing going, how can I expand my talents and experience in this career path so I can have one of those someday? And I'm happy mm -hmm. to say ended up with one in my driveway and drove it to work every day. I actually went one year I went 300 days without putting the top up. Now you can do that wow. in San Diego, not in Salt Lake City. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, you, not, yeah, not you so can, much. Yeah, you can do that in San Diego. So yeah, having those goals is, is so important. It gives you a really solid approach to something saying, okay, how can I do this? And how can I build a life around it? So bravo to you. I'm going to crawl on your head a little bit here. Um, well, actually, let's back I'm I'm going to back up, but I think we already answered this question. I always ask people about a special vehicle, but it sounds like this 2016 salvage Toyota Tacoma, that so far has been your special vehicle. Am I right in that? 100%. That ended up being the best decision that I've ever made is buying that truck because it's it's the reason I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't wait to see where it takes me. Um, that truck has been very special to me and I haven't driven it in two years <laughs> because it's, uh, I've been building it, but you know, once I start driving it again, I'm excited to see all the adventures that it takes me on. Ah, absolutely. Great story. So I'm going to be a car psychologist, which I play this game with all my guests. I'm going to crawl into your head. If you were reincarnated, pun intended, or reintruckinated, I guess might be in your case <laughs> as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why? So I've been thinking about this. Um, I think... The Audi RS6 Avant. Oh, okay. We're going a different direction. We're going a different direction. I, I'm not a brand loyalist. I love all cars. All truck doesn't matter to me. The Audi RS6 Avant is it's one of those vehicles that if you don't know what it is, it just looks like a station wagon. Um, and it's, it's understated. Uh, I don't like to be super showy or boastful. And so having that understated view of a vehicle... I like that. Uh, it also has 600 horsepower from the factory. <laughs> yeah. So as a crazy grocery getter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's something that I reflect to myself. I hope to one day have, build the skills, the horsepower to go and accomplish the dreams that I have as an entrepreneur and car enthusiast. So I like that. You know, all wheel drive, super capable. You can put a bunch of stuff in the back. It, it's versatile. Um, I really think that that that's a vehicle that kind of embodies me. Yeah, those are so cool. I've wanted a wagon in our household for a long time. And my wife, uh, she kind of likes the idea of SUVs. She's very petite. She likes being up a little higher where she can see. And uh, back when, remember when the 300 series uh, E-Class Mercedes came out with the wagons? Yep. Now, you were probably a little kid back then, but, uh, you know, they came out with the 500E and then they had the wagon version. Love those. The um, wagons that Audi made back in the day, uh, the 5 Series wagons, I wanted one of those. We we never really got one and now they've all kind of gone away even the three series for the bmws yep. but yeah those rs6s i just wish they weren't so darn expensive yikes uh, you <laughs> know why is all the cool stuff expensive it's not fair <laughs> you know but uh, yeah i would love to uh, have one of those parked in the garage um i tend to drive my wife's car a lot we have an x5 and she always laughs she goes how come every time it's raining you always take my car and i said well my car, my car will get dirty. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't worry, dear. I'll wash your car. But uh, yeah, that that Audi, every time I see one, I go, okay. But, you know, cars these days are not really yet at a point where they cars like that um, depreciate a bit. They're still selling for a lot of 
bucks. So uh, let me have to wait before I, I just have a hard time buying new cars and watching the money dissipate. But uh, <laughs> you picked a nice one there. I like to talk about books, great reading. And we shared a lot of books here on Cars. Yeah, is there a book that you've read that you think others would uh, get some great information out of? Yeah, as I'm kind of going down this journey of entrepreneurship, uh, I just got done reading a book by Alex Hormozzi. Mm-hmm. It's called Hundred Million Dollar Leads. Mm-hmm. It's a crash course on finding all the customers you could you could ever want and what it takes to sell them something that's truly valuable to them. Um, and so I'm I've read it. it the book launched a couple of weeks ago. I've gone through it twice already, oh, wow. and just bought a, bought a hard co- copy of it so that I can uh, start taking notes. But a hundred million dollar leads, and then his previous book, a hundred million dollar offers, I think are are great business books if anybody's interested in that kind of stuff. Well, first time that book's been mentioned, you said it just came out, so that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last name is Hormozzi. Is that how you say the H O? H-O-R-M-O-Z-I. Okay, cool. Great. Well, I'll make sure I put that book on Sam's show notes page, but you listeners know there's a great place on the Carshow website called Guest Recommended Books. There's over 3,000 books listed there. Quick, easy clicks to buy. All have been suggested by my inspiring automotive enthusiast guests. So there's a new one for you. So let's go on the ultimate drive today, Sam. I'm a bit of an enabler in a good way. I'm going to provide you with any vehicle in the world. You can take it anywhere. And here's the fun part. You can take anyone with you, including somebody who's no longer with us, somebody from the past. So that opens up a world of unique opportunities. So what does the ultimate drive look like for Sam? Are we going down to Baja and running a race? That would be cool. But <laughs> I I have always, I would do it in the Audi RS6. I've always wanted to drive the Pacific Coast Highway, top to bottom. And it's something that my wife and I have talked about a lot and over, you know, over the years in different vehicles. But you know, this Audi RS6 I have in my crosshairs, and um, <laughs> I would love to do that. We're about to have our first baby here in about a month and a half. Well, congratulations. So, <laughs> now life's oh, yeah. going to change, I can tell you that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, cruising, cruising PCH and RS6 with my wife and my new little adventure buddy. That would be super cool. Now, I'll tell you, I did a great trip. I've done that trip many times. I even rode my bike once. Uh down from San Francisco with a group of people way long ago. Um, I did a really fun drive with my son. Uh, There's a guy named John Wilhoyt in Long Beach who builds and restores old Porsches. And he built a Beck Spider. Chuck Beck is a guy who uh, creates, uh, they're replicas or kit cars. But what John did for one of his clients is he took the body and tube frame and then used all Porsche parts to build this car. The guy had to sell it. And John called me and said, I think you might like to buy this car. So my son, who was eight at the time, he's about to turn 30. We flew down to Long Beach. We jumped in that car. It has no top, no radio, no heater. And we spent five days driving back up the coast in that thing. And it's a trip that to this day, I continue to talk about it. My son's never forgiven me for selling that car. He said, you can't sell that car. That's my car. (laughs) And actually, the car came back to me in a way. The guy that I sold it to years and years ago, two years ago, contacted me. He's now in his 90s. He said, I'm ready to let this go again. Um, We actually thought about buying it back, but... I kind of look at past cars as past girlfriends. Better to just remember the memories and not go back there again. Uh, So uh, it might be a weird way, but us car people might get that. But uh, 
Yeah, uh, especially since I've been married for 39 years now, too. So you definitely want, don't want to go back to old girlfriends <laughs> at this time in my life. But uh, you should take that trip because it is spectacular. Take your time. Uh, it's so much fun. And then you can do it again with your new little baby uh, when he or she is a little bit older and can uh, enjoy the experience a little bit more. But congratulations on the incoming uh, child. We just had our second well, we didn't have it, but my daughter had our second grandchild. A uh, whole nother experience for me now, so I can't wait to take uh, her little brother, or her older brother, he's two, and her on a road trip like that someday. So that'll be super cool. Yeah, thank you very much. You too. I uh, can't wait. You have to send me a picture. When the li- Do you know if it's going to be a boy or a girl, or are you going to surprise yourselves? Uh, we're going to wait for the surprise. There yeah, you go. Good, good thing to do. I think that's more fun. Yeah. Well, you've taken me on a wonderful trip today. This is tremendous what you're doing. I love having guests like you on the show that are taking the initiative to create a life around their passion with cars. And that's exactly what you're doing. Could you share with our listeners maybe uh, parting words of wisdom or thought when it comes to this uh, life you're building? Yeah, I think the thing that has pushed me the farthest is doing things that I'm scared of <laughs> and uh, taking risks. And uh, so far, all the risks that I've taken with building the truck and you know, all the money I've spent and all the time that I've spent, it is turning into something that's very rewarding and hopefully fruitful for me yeah. and my future self. And uh, you know, I often like to think about my 85-year-old version of myself. Um, you know, look, looking back at me now, saying, you know, I'm proud of you for doing that. That was the right call. And I don't think that I will ever regret putting hard work into something that I really am passionate for. And so if people have one of those things that they're, they're sitting on the fence and they've been thinking about, you know, take the first step towards it. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of little steps most of the time. It's not just one big step. You know, that's one of the things I've heard when people talk with elders who are at the end of their life and say, what do you regret? And that's typically the first thing they say. I, I regret not taking more risks and doing more things with my life. And uh, so you've hit the nail on the head for being at the uh, point in time in your life. Very, very important. Now, there's a lot of different ways for people to follow along with you. Can you share those with us? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Instagram is the best way to find me. Uh, you can find me at Sam Webb, S-A-M-M-W-E-B, or check out Webster Auto Collective. I've got a podcast, which is called Behind the Build, and the Behind the Build podcast is exactly what it talks, um, what it sounds like. I'm talking to the people behind the build. I want to get to get to the, know the people that are out there building these crazy cars and, you know, creating a life for themselves that's uh, driven by passion. And that's been a lot of fun. So you can find that on all the podcast platforms or on either one of my social media platforms as well. Go. Absolutely. Well, you should go to my website, click on the resources tab, click on fabricators and builders. And I've been fortunate enough to interview hundreds of people just who you're trying to find. Check them out. It all would make great guests because I've had everything from very high end Concord builder on the show to people just starting off like yourself and everybody in between for both street cars, race cars. Uh, there's a lot of resources there for you. If you want some introductions, just ask. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to do a shout out. Thank you to Carrie Rouse, a recent guest on the show from Driven to Compete. He's the one that introduced me to Sam. So, Carrie, thank you very much. And by the way, I'm going to be on Carrie's show in September, his podcast vlog. He just recorded a show with me, so I'll let you listeners know when that's going to come out. I hope I did a good job for him. Sam, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing this uh, life of yours. Bravo to you. My hat's off to you. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark, for having me on. I really appreciate it. This has been a great opportunity, 
Um, and it's a lot of fun to talk to another car enthusiast who has built a life around their passion. So thank you again for having me on. Absolutely. Now I got to see you in flash of headlights when you're heading up the coast there one day. So make that happen. I'm sure you will. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.